0: The following show requires you to be this tall to listen. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media.
1: And now it's time for the show that keeps Ken out from sleeping in on Saturdays. It's Saturday Night Napsok.
2: Hey Saturday Nighters, we've got a show I'm mildly proud of tonight, but before we get to that, let's talk about your internet. We all need somewhat dependable internet service for our homes and businesses, so let me introduce you to the one internet company that offers tolerable download speeds, adequate upload speeds, and bearable connectivity issues, all at a price that'll make you say, yeah, but calling to change providers will be too much of a hassle. Say hello to MadNet. That's right, MadNet Online 3.7 internet service comes with a reliability guarantee. Reliability Guarantee does not cover streaming video services, streaming audio services, online gaming, and any other online service with media quality better than a 2001 Nokia flip phone. If you should ever experience a loss of service as a ManNet customer, fear not. Their occasionally courteous staff is on call partially around the clock, less on weekends when brownouts are most likely to affect your service. One of their decently qualified specialists will be able to assist you at a time that is convenient for them, but will most likely require you to take two days off of work. But don't worry if your service loss requires a MedNet certified technician to visit you 12 times each time with more dirty work boots than the last visit, your 13th visit is free. And you can be confident that every member of their legally accredited maintenance staff is a high school dropout, and many of them are trying to start skateboard companies out of their parents' garage. MedNet has received numerous awards, including the coveted Brass Router for download speeds of over 500 hexabits per hour. That's right. Use those speeds to download photos in mere weeks. And hey, you don't just have to take my word for it. Listen to these reviews from satisfied MedNet customers. Ethel Detweiler of the Sherman Oaks Retirement Village says, I emailed my grandson last week. Morris Haydenhurst, who runs a used bookstore out of a gas station, says, I live in a rural area, so it was either this or the U.S. Postal Service. And Beatrice Tompkins of Glendale tells us the green light keeps blinking, and I don't know what that means. At Manet, in addition to customer service, they're also committed to innovation. They've pledged to have at least a 24% fiber optic network by 2082. The people at MatNet realize that you have limited options and their antitrust lawyers fight to keep it that way. What have you got to lose besides your time, money, and the few remaining strands of your sanity? Life is about taking chances, that's right. So take a chance on MatNet Online 3.7 today. And as a special deal for Knapsack File listeners, MatNet is offering an exclusive bundle package. Get internet, UHF TV, and access to a payphone near you for the low, low price of $49.99 for the first month. $299.99 each month thereafter, and good luck canceling. Just use the promo code CONNECTIONKEN, that's connection with a K, and get started on average internet with the logo and branding of Top Flight Service today. And now, on with the show. Okay, so today I've got to talk to you about something that happened at the house here. This is a true story. It was was, uh, recently, it was this past week. And, you know, it was a night just like any other night. Grace and I had just taken the dogs outside to go potty, which uh, not to be a a hat comic or or more of a hat comic than I already am, but when was it universally decided that potty was the term for kids and animals? I'm not saying I don't don't agree with it, uh, but, like, when did it happen? Like, when, at what point were we like, this is safe and not as disgusting as it could be? Let's go with this one. Oh, I don't know. I've looked that up. I have to go to the internet where the facts always remain facts. Anyway, so we went outside and the dogs went tinky-winky and, and I'm secure enough of my own raging, pulsing manliness to say that. So then we go back inside and start making some dinner and that's when the strangest thing happens. <music>
0: I'm Tom Jennings in the SNN newsroom And this just in. There are reports coming into the newsroom
2: here that an alien spacecraft has landed here on Earth in the central California town of San Rio. A small town just near the ocean enough to justify a high cost of living, but far enough away to not smell like a whale. Witnesses have reported that an alien craft resembling a classic saucer-shaped ship touched down at 6.02 p.m. local time, and authorities and citizens alike have raced to the location of the landing, hoping that these aliens are here to hang out and swap stores around a campfire and not use some sort of space phaser gun to begin their conquering of the world. The president, we're told, has been informed of the situation but has vowed to not send any federal resources to the location because the mayor of Santa Rio unfollowed him on Twitter. We have sent expendable newsroom interns to the location of this alien landing and hope to have an in-person update soon. This is absolutely historic. An alien spacecraft has landed here on Earth. We've never seen this. To help us understand this situation more, I'm told we have an expert in the field on the phone. He is the founder and chairman of the Guthrie Learning Center of the Unexplained, Nolan Guthrie. Mr. Guthrie, what could you say about this truly historic experience.
0: Yes, Tom, a pleasure to be here. I am Nolan Guthrie of the show Mysteries and the Unexplained, and this is truly a remarkable event. Never before have alien beings landed here on Earth in such an overt fashion. It's like they're here to pick up takeout at a local eatery and a parked curbside for all to see. Now, Tom, you've referred to this as historic, saying never before this has happened, but... I don't want to correct you on air live, but aliens have landed on Earth before in fact, research gathered at the Guthrie Learning Center of the Unexplained indicates that there are over forty two individual and unique aels or alien earth landings each year Are you saying hold on are you saying that this has happened before is this is this a reference to that
2: weather balloon incident in Roswell <laughs>
0: Uh, yes, um, Tom, I'm laughing nervously because I can't process the fact that you've chosen to buy into the government's long-held weather balloon ruse. Yes, Roswell, New Mexico was one of the bigger alien Earth landing sites, but there have been others, including October 7th, 1952, in St. Petersburg, Russia, the same place and time of Vladimir Putin's birth, and in 1999, when many believe a group of aliens were responsible for promoting the 25th anniversary. Woodstock concert. There's also a belief that in 1977, an alien ship landed outside Tiger Stadium in Detroit, Michigan. An alien exited the craft and simply said, nope, and the craft returned to whence it came.
2: Okay, okay, that's all news to me. But Nolan, what can we expect now?
0: Well, no one can predict the actions of extraterrestrial beings here on Earth, Tom. There is a good chance they've come to Earth to return an item previously purchased at Kmart.
2: Good God. You're saying Kmart's still in business?
0: I'm told there is still one in Santa Rio, California.
2: Okay. All right. Well, there. Thank you, Nolan. There you have it, folks. An expert has weighed in. An alien craft has landed here on Earth, and we will return when we have more information. Uh, we can now return you to your regularly scheduled program. And we're screaming no. Ratsy, don't poop in your water dish a second time. And we couldn't believe it. Uh, I mean, first of all, she has you know arthritis in her legs. So to even uh, kind of get that high up into the water bowl is one thing. But to, uh, to, to drop a log into that uh, river, I, I just can't. We just couldn't believe it. We could, and, and, you know, she's staring at us. Which she doesn't know any better. She's just like, look, uh, you didn't give me enough time outside. And we went, went potty to do uh, the doo-doo. I did the tinky-winky, but you didn't give me the time. And, and that's, you know, I think maybe that's the lesson here is I think we have to work better, all of us as humans, to communicate with our pets just a little bit more on their true needs. And, you know, we're not the ones who have to go out and do our business in a yard under a bush or, you know, on some, uh, you know, broken uh, uh, slate uh, rock uh, there. The, the, the You know, it's a very stylish yard, but, you know, I'm not having to... Tinky Winky in it only a couple times when when Grace takes a bath that's too long because uh, we only have one bathroom but you know anyway so we we couldn't be mad at Ratsy for uh, going potty in her own water dish but you know I I have to throw away the sponge that I've used to clean it I mean now I'm I'm in for another sponge which is fine I I've taken it upon myself to switch out more sponges in the kitchen just on a regular base, you know regular basis. Is what I'm trying to say, you know, it's like, that's, it's so weird. Like I went one, I went one uh, three year period without switching out uh, a sponge in the kitchen sink. That's, that's just, that's just disgusting. So anyways, um, that's where we're at with it. Uh, We're going to see if it happens again. And maybe, maybe what she's telling us is uh, she wants her own little uh, toilet. That's fine. You can find a chihuahua sized toilet. It is what it is. All right. Thanks for, thanks for hearing me out. All right. <laughs> I know it was a weird one. Uh, Saturday Night Knapsack Rolls On. Hello. I'm Ken Knapsack. And welcome to Motivations with Ken. Your source for inspirations, motivations, and advice to not quite get you through the week. And we're here to talk about one of the worst side effects of this global pandemic lockdown that is now entering its 12th year. Many of us have been asked to go inside to help prevent actual deaths. And though that is truly a noble cause, even more noble than fighting for your right to go to an Applebee's without a mask, there are some side effects. One of those side effects is... Job loss, not being able to work, having to stay away from your office. And worse than job loss is the fact that many of us on a daily basis have to take many, many Zoom meetings. Oh yes, Zoom meetings, great idea. Once thought only to be a dream of George Jetson. Everyone sits down in the discomfort of their own home, sitting on an office chair they bought at Staples on Discount that was never meant to hold your butt for that long. And you are expected to stare into the faces of all of your co-workers. Oh, look at that. Carl's got the Eiffel Tower as his background. Isn't that quaint, Carl? You world traveler. You liar you might be finding it difficult to get through these Zoom meetings. Not sure how to fake it. Not sure how to make it look like you care just enough to not lose the only thing that's keeping you and your family in a bountiful supply of toilet paper. Well, all you have to do is go ahead and borrow a tactic from some of the most skilled, interesting people around. Exotic dancers, AKA strippers. That's right. These professionals have long, long, long since mastered the art of looking like they're present, but being anywhere but here. Oh, they've got the skills they're doing their job titillating you like you are really in love with them oh you're sitting there with your red bull in one hand and you're shut your mouth in the other and you are convinced that girl on the stage has seen your very soul and loves what she sees but in truth her eyes are glazed over She's staring right through you. At the end of the night, she's still going to collect all of your money. She's earned that cash. And that, if you have the skills, can be you on a business Zoom meeting at home. Just stare at your boss. Make them think that you're present. But really, you're thinking about getting in your car rolling down the window because the A.C. doesn't work and heading, driving, and leaving until you can't hear society anymore. All you have to do is master the art of nodding every so often at some sort of statement you didn't even hear. Yeah, that's great, Becky. We should get those reports made a little faster. Just nod your head. You're not really there. But Becky doesn't know that. Like a stripper in Van Nuys, you are working the very heart and soul of Becky, Carl, Harold, Jeff, Denise, Doug. Doug thinks you are his best friend at work. But really, you can't stand the smell of Doug's cologne? And the polo shirt that he's worn for 22 straight years. Yeah, that's right. Struggling to find the motivation and skills needed to fake your way through this Zoom meeting? Then all you have to do is think to your times. The Candy Cat. At the Bunny Ranch. At the Showgirls Cafe. Those are the real pros. Those are the experts at pretending to look like they care. And through them, you'll find the motivation to get through this cyber in hell. Go ahead and give it a try. You just might earn an extra dollar or two along the way. Bye. The letter right here, Hall of Fame Music Radio, where the heart and soul of rock and roll is found. We have a wide variety of listeners from all around these great states and even around the world. We always get a lot of wonderful requests for those people, like this one from Pete Rich in Ohio. He says, I want to hear Yvonne Elements, love me, please. And I always ask, hey, what's the occasion? What's it for? Any dedications? And Pete just said to me, mind your own business. So Pete, all right. This is Love Me Please for you on 107.5 FM WLDJ.
0: Hey, y'all, what's going on? This is Kojak. I create music that can be found both on YouTube and SoundCloud, and now I'm a recent streamer on Twitch. So if you're looking for some chill instrumentals, check me out on YouTube and SoundCloud under KojQ. And for some laughs, you can check my Twitch page under KO underscore J-E-Q. Everyone, please be safe and thank you.
3: Hey everyone, my name's Tommy Terry Green and I wanted to let you know about a podcast I've produced called On The Ward. Each episode in this six-part miniseries goes behind the scenes of a secure forensic psychiatric hospital featuring interviews with the staff that work there every day and most importantly with the patients who are currently under section which means they are legally detained for the safety of themselves and others you can find all six episodes of season one on apple Podcasts and spotify right now just search on the ward thank you
2: It's time, baseball fans. The new podcast feed, Box Score Heroes, has arrived. This is the new home of this show, Behind the Bag, with Cat Napsok and Tom Dagnino. and It is also the place to find shows like The Legends of the Wax Packs, the only baseball power rankings you need, and My Favorite Baseball, a nostalgic look back at the game we all love, and more. Find the podcast feed on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are found. Box Score Heroes is your podcast home for everyone with a a passion for all things baseball. in and out of love hey that's like me and spicy food hey now what's up alright I'll stop that kind of hurt my own soul alright we got a request I mentioned earlier we because of the tune in radio app and the radio box app we get listeners from all around the world and this is a request from Greer Galloway over in the UK wants to hear ELO all over the world it's a theme here Hall of Fame Music Radio what is 7.5 FM
1: And here's another fact about your host, Ken Absuck. One time in the fifth grade, he
2: got up the nerve to go right up to that one... I'm Tom Jennings in the SNN newsroom, and this just in. We have an update on the alien spacecraft that has landed just outside the coastal California town of Santa Rio. Population not enough to matter to state congressmen. One of our undervalued interns who does this job for course credit has arrived on the scene after paying his own way there and has an update. We go live now to that intern, Beck Silverman. Actually, Tom, my name is TJ. Oh. Well, uh, I'm sorry. Well, I've I've never looked at the help in the eyes before, so understandable on my part. Okay, then, JTT, what's the scene like there? Well, I'm on the scene now, Tom, and it Yes, we know that, Ted. That's why I asked you what the scene was like there. It was implied in the question. All right, kid? (sighs) Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. And it's TJ. Well, there are hundreds of people gathered around the alien spacecraft, Tom, many with signs of peace and welcoming messages. On the other side are signs full of threats and warnings, and the air is full of nervous anticipation. No one knows what to expect. One sheriff deputy did try to knock on what looks like the front door of the craft, and he was instantly vaporized into thin air. Not a good sign.
0: Good God. JT, did you remember to restart the coffee maker before you left? Because this is going to be a long night.
2: Jesus, Tom, I I don't... I don't know. Oh. Oh wait, Tom, Tom, the the front door of the alien craft is opening. Oh god, it's opening.
3: There's a there's a bright light beaming out from behind the door. The crowd what the crowd is transfixed but but they're moving back a bit. It, the, the tension is high. And wait, wait. We're all we're all hearing something.
0: What what is it? What what are you hearing, Tiki? An an agent alien language perhaps I've, I've heard that's a thing a, a collection of beeps and words warning us of an impending well i can't
3: hear tom just just give me a second just shut up just shut up oh wow wait yeah that's is that
2: yeah that's all night long by lionel richie tom oh my god tom this is amazing the aliens are playing all night long by lionel richie
3: what, what does this mean?
2: You know, Sport, the actual title of the song is All Night Long, parentheses, All Night. A lot of people forget that. Um, I'll make sure the aliens know that.
0: Okay, yeah, you do that. Well, uh, I, I've been handed a note here that per FCC rules,
2: this... If this intern speaks on air for much longer, we have to start paying him as on-air talent. So thanks to Tibby J for his report. We'll have more later as it develops.
0: We'll keep you updated here from the SNN Newsroom. Right now, we return you to your regularly scheduled programming.
2: And so for two days, that's how Angelica Houston and I were engaged. 1986 was a great year. Uh, Nicholson was upset, but he, he, everyone worked things out, and it was all right there. All right, hey, Dutch Allen's going to get back to what we're talking about here. This is Go Picture, a little segment here on the show, Saturday Night Suck, which uh, Petey helps produce there, uh, which uh, Dutch Allen, and me, former Hollywood producer and bigwig, recommends a motion picture that maybe you haven't seen in a while, and I'll tell you a little something about it there. Tonight, our choice is uh, from 1977, February 19. 19- uh, 77, in fact. Uh, the uh, George Roy Hill directed picture, uh, Slapshot, which is a uh, hockey comedy there. There's not a lot of hockey comedies out there. They, they put out a the uh, Canadian kid, Shell. Uh, uh, he put out some uh, hockey comedies recently. There. I actually didn't think it was that bad there. It reminded me a little bit of Slapshot. That's what definitely what they were going for there. Slapshot was a great picture. Starred, uh starred uh, Paulie Newman, uh, who, uh, you know, I, I not a lot of people know this there, but I was one of the first people to actually test Paul Newman's uh, salad dressing at home there. We were at his house in uh, Malibu there, and uh, he, he said, come into the kitchen here. I want to give you something uh, to taste. And I said, you know, uh, Paul, the last time he did that to me, uh, you and I had uh, some, uh, some great but confusing hours uh, with our own sexuality there, but he said, come in here. And sure enough, it was a uh, great salad dressing there. The George Roy Hill directed this picture. Uh, Nancy Dowd, who's a, a great screenwriter, wrote this picture. Her brother, Ned, actually played hockey there, and this is kind of the basis of this picture. This is a fun picture. The Hansen Brothers, uh, there's Strother Martin, uh, Jennifer Warren's in this picture as well. Uh, I got to tell you that Dee Dee Allen was the one who edited this picture. And I had Dee Dee Allen on some of my pictures there early on uh, before they went on some uh, some greatness there. Anyway, uh, a lot of people have seen the picture, but it's uh, it's just a fun, crazy thing. Uh, you got to check it out there. But here's a funny story. A lot of, not a lot of people know. Uh, Gene Sisko, rest, rest in peace, Gene Sisko, the great uh, film reviewer. He, he re- initially gave this film two and a half stars. Out of four, now two and a half out of four. Is, uh, what is that? Fifty-five percent, sixty. I didn't do math. I got in Hollywood. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean, Dad. Mm. Uh, so Gene Sisko gives it a kind of a bad review. He says it's too violent. There, we try to, uh, uh, you know, they try to slap some morals on the end of it. Uh, uh, I say we because I, uh, I helped uh, greenlight this picture. I gave it a go picture uh, back there, back in the day there, and I, I knew it was going to be a good picture there. I was doing some work over there for uh, uh, Kings Road Entertainment, Universal Pictures. I was kind of consulted with. And I said, "You guys got to make this picture there. A lot of, not a lot of people expect Newman to be on the ice." Uh, you know what I mean? And, and it worked very well. Cisco uh, gives it two out of four, uh, two and a half out of four stars, which I was, I thought was unacceptable. So we, uh, me, Paul Newman, uh, and one of the Hanson brothers—I forget which one, the one with the glasses or the one without—I don't know—they all kind of, you know, that was that was the gimmick. They all look the same. there. we're getting drunk uh, in uh, Malibu there at uh, uh, it was it Duke's down there, and uh, I say, you know, I'm not going to let this pinhead Cisco. Uh, get it get the best of it there so uh, we went ahead and we uh, Decided we were going to settle the score there so what we did is Cisco was based out of Chicago for most of the time there So uh, Petey get this we said let's let's do it so we drove down to uh, uh, the Los Angeles uh, International Airport there Which at the time was easy to get again. I actually that night I walked onto the plane with a 44 and I showed the captain and we actually talked about it and he let me find a shot It was a crazy time, and and we were both smoking while we did it there. But, yeah, things changed for a reason there. But we get on the plane. We're we're still drunk. Uh, They let Newman fly the plane for a little bit. We flew back to Chicago, uh, and I think for at least New Mexico, uh, Newman was in control of the plane. I don't even, to this day, don't know if he flew before or after, but it was a great time there. We didn't tell any of the passengers there, but we got there. It was a a red-eye flight there, and we got to Chicago. We shakedown Gene Siskel. And we shook him so hard, he gave us an extra star right away, uh, three out of four stars, but it wasn't good enough. And he he later said to the uh, press and to the public people, he said, um, you know, my initial review was mixed, uh, but I saw it, I saw it a couple weeks later, and and, uh, you know, I knew it was a terrific film. You know, uh, that's a bull roar there. That didn't just happen naturally. There, Siskel uh, didn't uh, change his opinion on his own. It was because Paul Newman and I, and one of the Hanson brothers, grabbed him by uh, one uh, by the ankle. Uh, I had an ankle, and the Hanson brother had something else that you could grab onto, if you know what I mean. And we dangled Siskel over the balcony of his uh, high-rise apartment there, in downtown Chicago. Uh, you could see Wrigley Field from there, which was great because I think Ron Santo was at the plate at the time there, uh, and it was it was a lot of fun. And uh, we we uh, we shook him we shook him, and uh, you know uh, some stuff fell out a little uh, wallet and some change, whatever. I think it might have killed the doorman down there. Who knows? Um, and 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 then by the end of the year, by the end of '77, Cisco included the picture on his year-end list of the ten best films of the year. And that's how that works. That's how Hollywood worked back then. And I, I think it still kind of is that way, Petey. I, I don't know. I don't know the rules anymore there, but I think that's what it is. Anyways, that's Dutch Allen's Go Picture for the Night. The music, uh, uh, movie uh, recommendation. Excuse me. Thinking about the great music in the picture, too. Uh, uh, that's the movie recommendation for this week here. So uh, while you're sitting down with your, your lover or your friends or your friend's lover uh, down there yeah, locked away, uh, watch that picture. It's available probably on the internet somewhere. Just search. I have an old Laserdisc copy of it, but you can't borrow that from me. That's it. You've got Go Picture, kids. Don't understand this show. It's a weird one today. Why doesn't he just talk about the schmootout? Whatever. Here's some more weird. I'm Dr. Skerlock, and this is your SNN Lockdown Health Report, keeping you fit during these tough times. There have been some exciting new developments in the treatments of the coronavirus that has plagued all of our lives, literally. <laughs> that's kind of a pun there. All right, yeah. It's important that you keep yourself consistently updated with this new information, and this one is a doozy, and that's why me, Dr. Skerlock, is here to help you out of the kindness of my own online brand. Though not all these tests have been and completed, in fact, many haven't started, it does appear uh, that one way to treat COVID-19 is through boredom and complacency. That's right. It turns out you cannot contract this virus if you're bored and tired of being locked in and just don't have the will to keep your quarantine game strong. The virus, it turns out, will just skip over you. Uh, So don't be afraid to gather with your friends at a pool party. Make sure you check yes to attending any kids' birthday celebrations in person and and feeling the urge to exercise in public because one more day inside will just ruin your vibe. Then hit the walking path free and easy. No mask is needed. The virus, for reasons uh, not yet clear, just seems to recognize your complacency towards fighting it and just skips over you, perhaps out of a sign of respect. I'm not sure how the science on that works. It's a miracle and a cure we've been waiting for. Anyway, I hope you have a blessed day, and don't forget to buy my book, Let Me Guess, Every Diagnosis You Need from Television's Most Trusted Non-Medical Professional by Dr. Skurlock Order now and get a sample of my own personal brand of sleeping pills. Uh, need help falling asleep? These might work or kill you. They do come in adult-chewable forms for those that want to get straight to the point. I'm Dr. Skurlock for SNN. Stay healthy. it's time for the list today we've got the best way to repair your car number three stand in front of your open car hood with a hammer and question why you studied screenwriting in college number two take it to a mechanic you trust just enough to rip you off fair and square number one and the best way to repair your car turn up the music clink clink and that's the list
1: Day in history, August 12th, 1988, the motion picture Young Guns premiered to the world and delighted fans with the heartwarming tale of a young, spirited youth named Billy who set out on an inspiring journey of self discovering adventure with his rough chums after the right proper gentleman of Abbas is murdered in plain sight on the order of the host of Ripley's Believe It or Not. Directed by Christopher Kane and written by the most dashing screenwriter in history, John Fusco, this piece of cinema of the highest form featured a who's who of Hollywood royalty and Charlie Sheen. The film would win the day at the box office and go on to earn $45.6 million domestically, though all film critics unilaterally agree the picture is priceless. The film would inspire a sequel movie that served as a feature-length Bon Jovi music video and contained the first naked ladybomb that future podcaster Cat remembers seeing on film. All this and more happened on this day in history.
2: All right, my friends, that is Saturday Night napsuck for this week. As always, I want to give a special shout-out to my executive producer supporters on Patreon. Thomas Risling, Lethal Logan X, Matt Thompson, Nathan Ovendale, Zach Anderson, Kai Schallenberger Chad Benefield, Tommy, Terry Green, Jonas Berger, and Old Handsaw, Zach Taylor, Ranger Donald, and Ferris Muthana. And I want to thank all of you again for your support. If you want to support me, this show, or uh, everything I do, you can go to patreon.com slash at find a tier that suits your needs and desires uh, the best. Special thanks to Patreon supporter Matt Thompson for this week's pre-roll bit and Corey Morissette of Feeding the Monster for the Morning Drive media station identification this week. All TNF boardroom members on Patreon have the opportunity to submit these audio files for use in the show. Special thanks to associate producer Sean Arnold for his work, especially the radio clips, and Kyle Harlow for the concept and writing of this week's sponsor segment. Listen to me on said radio program on 107.5 FM WLDJ in Newcastle, Pennsylvania, and anywhere throughout the world via their website at hofmradio.com every Saturday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, that is live, so you have to be up and listening when the show is going. Visit KenNapsock.com for more information. and Follow us on Twitter at KenNapsock and M Drive Media to keep up to date on everything else I've got going on. And as always, thank you so much for your support of this show. Be sure to tell a friend about Saturday Night
0: Hello, I'm Tom Jennings in the SNN Newsroom, and this just ed. We have an update from that alien landing site in Santa Rio, California. After boogieing to
2: Lionel Richie's Music for Hours, the alien beings have emerged and are
0: handing out masks to everyone there, begging us humans to wear them for our safety and safety and the safety of their planet, which they are now calling New Detroit. There is mass chaos. Our intern, Tad Jameson, is on the scene. Tad, what is going on?
3: Yes, Ted, Ted, it's it's TJ, my, my, my name is TJ, but but I don't know if that matters much anymore. Uh, after seemingly coming to Earth to host an easy-listening dance party, the alien beings have jumped out of their craft and are passing out free face masks, both cloth and, and the hard-to-get medical-grade N95 masks. They are running around trying to take away our earthly freedoms with these mouth prisons. It's chaotic. Several of the citizens here have taken to bashing their own heads with their signs in order to avoid such a, a horrible fate. Several of the beans are asking us to wear them for the sake of their planet, New Detroit, and not just ours. But f- that, Tom.
0: Okay,
2: TJ, can, can, TJ, can you get yourself out of there? Uh, can, can you get to safety? Uh, I don't have a ride home from the studio tonight. I'll need you to drive the town car, but you'll have to be blindfolded as you get close to my house.
3: Oh, no, Tom, no. No, one what of if, what if the aliens has cornered me. He, he's holding out a mask and saying, and saying, Please, I can't, Tom, no, I... Tom, I have to tell you something. I started interning here not because I love the news business. I did it because you're my father. I I tracked you down. I wanted to get to know you and your world. Oh, no. He handed me a mask. Good God.
0: I'm going to have to drive myself home tonight. All right, well, let's wrap
3: it up then. I'm Tom Jennings. More on this story later here on
2: SNN News.